Hello and welcome to I Don't Know the Podcast, episode 61. John Edward, psychic or douche? John Edward was an ordinary boy growing up in Glen Cove, New York, until one day a psychic told him things that no one else could know. She also told him he would become internationally known for his psychic abilities, that he would write books and make TV shows, although she left out the bit where he appears on South Park. And lo, it was to become true, as John became a star with his internationally syndicated show crossing over. But is John Edward really able to speak to the dead? Is he really able to pass on messages from our deceased relatives? Or is he a revolting leech making money and exploiting the grieving with a cheap form of cold reading? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you all know what I think. But listen on to find out if John Edward is a psychic or a douche. John Edward was born in 1969 in Glen Cove, upstate New York. His dad was a cop and his mum worked, although it doesn't say what she did on Wikipedia. I guess she could have been anything, but during my research I found that Glen Cove was a big producer of tungsten. So let's just say she was a tungsten smelter. I know it doesn't seem that important, but I think it paints a full picture if we get this right. Anyway, John was a good Catholic boy who was very skeptical about psychics and paranormal things, until he was 15 years old and had a psychic reading. According to John, the psychic told him that he had psychic gifts and his path was to teach and help people. She told him he would become famous for his amazing powers. Despite all this, John went on to become a phlebotomist and studied for a degree in healthcare administration. At one point in his life, he even became a ballroom dancing instructor. But in 1998, he published his first book called One Last Time. As part of its promotion, he appeared on Larry King Live. The show's phones blew up. And within a year, John would have his own internationally syndicated television show. The prophecy had come true. I am a teacher by nature. And what that means is that I see, hear, and feel this energy. I'm kind of getting the feeling of not liking the older female. Is there a Brian Flanagan or O'Flynn or...
So after numerous careers, John was finally a famous psychic. He had books, he was on TV and radio, and of course he had his own show. But how does he do it? There are many different types of psychic. Some can feel things from objects. Others, like the dead Derek Okora, use a spirit guide. How does John do it? Well, he went on Oprah to explain. And so how does this work for you? I act as a conduit between the physical world here yeah. and what, we, uh, what, what I call the other side. The other and side. I act as that conduit, like a bridge, and I bring through their information. So it's like they beam me their energy, I interpret it in my frame of reference, and I pass it on to the person that I'm sitting with. Okay, I think it's interesting that you use the term energy, because recently we did a show called The Secret. You know all about um, that. Well, yeah. yeah. Very well. Oh, yes, The Fucking Secret. That was a book that Oprah actively promoted on her show. It's a self-help book that follows the laws of attraction. The belief that if you think real hard enough about good things, then they'll happen to you. It's really just full of cliches, dumb quotes, and superstitious bullshit. And the fact that a billionaire like Oprah promotes it just shows her level of entitlement and self-absorption. But I digress. And that in that show, we were talking about the fact that we all are just energies, vibrating frequencies. And you're saying that people or whatever life form it is in, in, on the other side is also an energy and that their energies come through you. Why you? My wife loves Oprah. I'm not so keen. As well as bigging up the fucking secret, she's also responsible for giving us Dr. Oz, the biggest espouser of quackery on the planet, and Dr. Phil, who isn't even a real doctor. But again, I'm going off track. So yes, John, why you? Um, I think why me and one reason is that I am a teacher by nature. Is he referencing his time as a dance instructor there? Did the ghost see him teaching a great foxtrot and say, that's our guy? Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the main reasons that I've been given this opportunity because I treat it as what it is. For me, I'm educating people about the energy of where they're at in their life and maybe how this can actually help them. It's about the empowerment that somebody can get from it as they move forward as a result of that pivotal moment. John gets a lot of empowerment from it too. $850 worth of empowerment, because that's what he charges for a private reading. You can add an extra person as a spectator if you want for another $250, and you're not allowed to record the session. That pivotal moment, because you think people are stuck in the moment where the people pass. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, we're all physical beings. Yeah. And our soul, the energy of that soul, is inside this vehicle. Mm -hmm. Well, when that vehicle ceases, for whatever reason, the driver, the soul, gets out and still, as far as I'm concerned, in my belief system, is able to exist. So what happens to the vehicle, the car, the body, doesn't affect the soul or the consciousness. Is he talking about cars now? Do I only have a soul when I'm behind the wheel of my Toyota RAV4 hybrid? I guess it is the place where I feel most alive. Okay, so where are all these people that where? you're talking to from the other side? It's really, it's really funny, because... <laughs> yeah. It's not that funny. One of the examples that I was given from my own guides, energies yeah. that I work with, was that it's like, where's the internet? You know, it's like, where is the internet? It's like, it's this place that's out there that we all talk about and know about, yeah. and we communicate, but you can't go there with a physical body, yeah. but you need a conduit in some way to actually exchange which, that energy. Which is your computer. Which is your computer. Yeah. We all, we all have... say that, though. Haven't you said that when you send an email? No, I haven't. I actually have a layman's understanding of what the internet is. So you, do you see these energies? I do not see them. Um, for me, I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient. And what that means is that I see, hear, and feel this energy. 
and I interpret what it is that it is in my experience. So for example, if I'm seeing something, I don't see them the way I'm seeing the audience or, or yourself. I don't hear them the way we're able to communicate. It's kind of ha like having a daydream. First he says he doesn't see them, and then he says he does, but in a weird way. So I quiet my mind through meditation and prayer, mm -hmm. and then I pay attention to what I'm thinking, what I'm hearing, and what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's as if I'm being impressed with this energy. Impressive, most impressive. Well, how do you know, because, you know, I'm being the skeptic here for all the people, how, how do you know that the energy that's coming through you is their particular relative? I, I mean, because n nobody's dressed in outfits, so how I, do you know? I, I, actually, I actually don't. If anybody in this audience right now said, we can have a reading, you're gonna immediately come up with your list of people, your top 10, your top two, that you wanna absolutely positively hear from. And then the reality is, you wanna hear from mom, and I start trying to connect with you, and I'm giving you information, and you're like, no. But what you're thinking is, no, that's not my mom. In reality, I'm connecting with your ex-mother-in-law who's passed, who didn't like you in life, and you're thinking, I don't want to talk to her. Like, why is, why is she coming through? Wait, I'm expected to pay 850 bucks, and I'm going to end up talking to some asshole who hates me? Are all the so-called people from the other side, are they always there? I don't believe that they're always around us 24 mm -hmm. I mean. Do you want them around you 24-7? Well, I was wondering, oh, you walking like, around, you're never alone. <laughs> you know, because people always say, they always ask me, it's like, are they always around? Like, you know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the audience has been drinking. They're laughing at everything, hard. They're concerned, not, they're concerned with things about, you know, us emotionally, spiritually. They're concerned about our growth, our moving forward, our learning. I mean, this to me, as far as I'm concerned, is the classroom of life. What a relief. My grandparents aren't watching me masturbate. Or if they are, they're more concerned about my well-being. I get all that, but where are they? Um, they are... Where do they say they are? I mean, certainly, if you can communicate with them, you've asked them, hey, where are you? I have actually asked them. And yeah. I, we call it the other side. Some people refer to it hereafter. They call it the great beyond. Some people call it heaven. Um, and whenever I get somebody really loud coming through, I'll be like, well, what do you do? Do you have houses? Do you have jobs? Like, you know, do you eat? You know, do you have to count carbs? Like, what's the deal? Like, what's the... And what, what I get back, honestly, quite honestly, is that they don't care about my questions. They care about talking to the person that's sitting in front of me because they've got to lower their frequency and it takes a lot of energy to do that. I hope we don't have jobs in the afterlife. I've been looking forward to doing nothing. But that's pretty much it for the Oprah interview. I guess he explained things a bit, but I'm um, not much wiser. He either found it hard to explain or deliberately made it hard to understand. I think the reason is that he's lying through his teeth. I've seen his shows and, and even when it's heavily edited, it looks like he's simply cold reading and not doing it very well. To really understand what he does, you have to watch him. And I found a bit from one of his, his events that wasn't on his TV show. So it's not cut to show more hits than misses. And I'm not going to cut it either to show the opposite. What I have done, though, is give an indication of a hit or a miss. For a hit, he'll get this. For a miss, he'll get this. So, let's see how he fares. So I am coming over here. I have somebody's husband or brother who's coming through because I'm being pulled in this section over here. He passed either from lung cancer or emphysema to some type of blackness in the chest that the person passes from. The month of May or the 5th of a month is connected as well on this side of the room. So if you have the husband or brother who's passed and there's a lung cancer or blackness in the lungs connection that comes up in this section, and the 5th month May or the 5th of a month is tied to you guys, I want you to know that that person is coming through. Wow, that was a lot. This is called shotgunning. He has a big audience there. Um, I'd estimate around 500 people. 
Basically, if you blast a shotgun in, in a crowded room, you're going to hit someone. So he blasts out as many rounds in a short space of time. He has to hit on something. He starts with lung cancer, a very common death. Then the number five is a month, and then a day, or anything. Incidentally, this is a bit from another session that I found. I know that the month of May is connected, or the fifth of a month is important in some way in the family, and they're telling me to talk about Tommy, 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 Tommy. Coincidence? But he gets a... Because it's not working, he moves on. Separate from that, is there a Brian Flanagan or O'Flynn or, or O'Sullivan or O'Reilly or some type of... Who's passed? Brian O'something, Flanagan, Sullivan, something like that? Okay, can you please, can you, can you stand please? I'm giving that grudgingly because he threw out every Irish name there is. Brian has passed. Yes? Would I see that as being the husband, brother, cousin, or friend connected to one of you? Husband, brother, cousin, or friend. Gotta be one, right? Yes? Okay, is he Brian James or Brian John? Okay, I want you to know that there's a J connection that comes up with him as well. So it's either who he is, who he's with, or somebody who's still here. Somebody, he's coming, I'm, I have to say the same thing. I'm getting this lung cancer, emphysema, there's blackness. There's blackness to the lungs. There's something like that that I need to bring up. I'm getting a lot of blackness in here, which normally takes me healthcare related. Now, are you connected to his mom? He tries this one a lot. Here he is saying almost exactly the same thing at another event. And somebody either passed from breast or lung cancer. They're showing me blackness in the chest. Um, he's telling me to connect you to the word mom, but I didn't think you looked old enough to be his mom the way I was getting this. So I thought you guys were going to be on the same level because I keep getting husband, brother, cousin, friend, husband, brother, cousin, friend. So this is your son, Brian? Yes. Okay. Okay, he found someone with a son called Brian. Not a husband, brother, or cousin. It's a son. Why is he making a big deal about his last name? Because I don't normally get last names. Like, is he it's like St. Patrick's Day. Because it's St. Patrick's Day and he would be Irish. Okay, so... The, it's his favorite holiday. Why are they laughing? Is it... His last name's not Brian, is it? No. No, the first name's Brian? Yes. Okay, because they will tell you that before we came down here, I was like, I got Brian here. Like, Brian wanted to be first. That gets a buzzer because he's asking what his name is instead of telling us. Yeah, so Brian wanted to be first. Always first. Now, is there a reason why he wants me to talk about September 11th? Did he have any ties to September 11th? Yes. Like, is that how he passed, or does he know somebody there? He's got, he's got, he's telling me to tie it to that person over there. So what is September 11th for him? Fireman. He's a fireman? No. He, I don't know what you want me to say. The two women are arguing now. The older woman, Brian's mum, has been shaking her head after the mention of 9-11. The younger one is keen to make a connection because she says he was a fireman. I just are want you to validate what I'm telling yeah, you because... Yeah, yeah. His he wanted to be a, a fireman. He told us right before he passed, um, his dad was a fireman. Okay, so what the hell does that have to do with September 11th? Um, Not a damn thing. So let me do it my way. He's hit a terrible miss with September 11th. He's kicked it into Rosette. But instead of backing down, he gets pissy with the two women. And you can see it in his face. There's a September 11th Sorry. connection okay. that they want me to connect with, which either means that the September 11th, which is when somebody passed, or they want me to bring up the September 11th connection, like 911, not as an emergency, but like as in September 11th has a meaning. Oh, now it's not the September 11th. It's anyone. And has your mom passed too? He's telling me to acknowledge grandma. 
Is she? My husband's mom. No, no, no. Is your mom not nice? Oh, she's, my mom is the best. Um. Okay. So he gets all douchey about 9-11, and now he's dissing her mom. You know, one of the things that I'm very, very much known for is always sticking to the information, even though it's uncomfortable and I'm now sweating. Um... That's not funny. He's insulting that nice lady's dead mum. Her dead mum that she just said was the best. I'm kind of getting the feeling of not liking the older female. Like, not liking the mother figure. So if you tell me that you didn't like your, his father's mother, then I would understand that. You got the wrong guy then. <laughs> I don't think I do. I don't think I do. It's something to think about. But of course, John knows best. Everyone hated your mom, and you're wrong. If I said to you that your son loves you, and he's standing with you, and he had his hand on your shoulder, would that make you feel good? Um, no. <laughs> That's not what she wants. <laughs> OK, I just want to be really clear, because I can't tell you what you want to hear. I can only tell you what they're showing me. And if he's calling your mother a bitch, I'm going to pass it on. <laughs> No, so. Stop laughing, you assholes. He's trying to emotionally destroy this poor woman because she wouldn't say the things he wanted her to say. No, 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 you said you don't think he would do that, but you can't hear what I can hear. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I'm not asking, I'm telling you that I'm kind of getting the feel. Keep going, it's all right. Say it again. Say it again. Keep Grandma's going. Gonna be pissed, but go ahead. I can't hear you. Say it again. Grandma's going to be pissed, but go ahead. But there has to be a reference that he's telling okay. me to, to bring up. Like, okay. there's a, now, if there's a joke about this and it's his way of playing with her, mm -hmm. then I'll, that's absolutely fine. Okay. Who's got the, the... Well, she's acting like a bitch to someone. Yeah. There's only one bitch in this scenario, and that bitch is holding a microphone right now. The girl. Well, not Grandma. It's not Grandma. Say it again. Could it be, could it be meant for somebody else and not Grandma? If grandma's acting as a bitch towards someone else, I'm right down with that, which is his way of saying I see what's going on. And I still have somebody's husband or brother in this back session, who, who, back there, who had either lung cancer or emphysema, because I'm being pulled back there. Can you please stand? Don't leave yet. So after insulting their dead relatives, this still isn't going the way John wants. So he quickly moves on to someone else. He does that a lot. Are you connected to them at all? Okay, why is the five important to you guys? Like the fifth month May or the fifth of a month? Whoever came with you, please stand. Where's the lung cancer connection of the... Where's the lung cancer? That's lung for you? Lung cancer is my brother. He passed? Yes. Okay, from the lung cancer? Yes. Okay. And he keeps having to ask people if their relative is dead. I mean, shouldn't he know that? And his, his dad has also passed? Yes. Okay, and there's an alcohol connection in that family? Somebody was known either for working with alcohol or they had a problem with it? It's the brother that died. Okay, and are you guys one of four? Oh. Oh, shit. Yes. I'll give the bell, but the alcohol reference was a bit tenuous. He says alcohol and then maybe someone who worked with it or had a problem with it. But he got lucky with the four siblings. Okay, and out of the four of you, three are similar, one is different? Yes. Yes, your son Brian is calling your brother a bitch. I don't have a Brian. No, 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 I'm talking to her. Jesus, he still isn't done with that poor lady? This bastard really holds a grudge. Okay. Now, <laughs> now, they want me to acknowledge that there's a Michael or there's something about the Mike or the Mark name that, and whenever they give me names or initials, it's their way of telling me who they are, who they're with. There's some type of M connection that comes up. And do you have your dad's wallet? No. Uh, uh. 
The guy shakes his head at Mike and Mark and M. And no, he doesn't have his dad's wallet. I've actually noticed from watching a few of his things that Mike, Mark and M is a common opening gambit he uses. Okay, then he wants me to tease you that you might have his, you might have his money or you might have something of value I for him. I wish he had it to have. He's telling me, actually, what I'm seeing is a billfold. I feel like it's something that I can fold up. So it's something that either is in the wallet. You have that? I have a... Take the mic, please. I have a key case that looks like a wallet that folds in like that. Is that of your dad's? Yes. Okay, your dad wants me to acknowledge. So that would be your brother that's also passed? No, but so I have... So it's a separate man. So the wallet turned into a billfold and then anything of value. But it's for an entirely different person and not from the dead person John wants it to be. So tell me where Joseph or John comes Wait, up for I you guys. Wait, I do have an M that passed. No, no, no. Joseph or John now. Keep up, lady. M is gone. Is that for you? Separate family? Separate family. But with them. You all came together? That's absolutely fine. Do you have the husband or brother who's also passed? Uh, no. Then I want you to know that the husband or brother energy here is taking me to your family. You follow what I'm saying? So if it's your brother-in-law, I'm going to see it as being the same thing. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yes? Okay, now, does somebody there lose a child as well? There's a, there's a baby that's with them. They're rocking a baby, so they're letting know the baby made it there. There's an absolute child that's there with a the dog that's barking. Matter of fact, I'll even take it that the dog might be buried with the child, or the child was buried with the dog, or they're both buried together, or somebody was buried with their dog. Somebody back here is buried with their dog. Like, the ashes were put together, or there's some type of connection, and they're laughing at this, like... I went with the dog. Nothing is working here. Brother doesn't hit, nor does brother-in-law. So he turns it to a baby, then a dog, and then someone who's buried with a dog. Someone needs to stand up before he starts calling that lady's mum a bitch again. Well, they buried me. They buried I have a dog that died about three years ago, and I still have his ashes. Everyone has a dog that died. It's, it's ultimately what dogs do. Did you bring his ashes to the cemetery and sprinkle some there? Nope. Or Somebody's absolutely telling me that they're buried with the dog. Well, the dog was buried with them. My father's buried with my mother. <laughs> and she was the bitch, actually. Which is what tuned me into you. This audience has a weird sense of humor. Now he's calling another person's dead mama bitch and they think it's the funniest thing ever. No, you see, see, here's the thing that I find really interesting. And you know, one of the things, no, I'm it's actually, I'm still, I'm still over here. Here's the thing that I find interesting is that I go by pull and if I felt like that was over there, I would leave it over there. But I actually do feel like it is your son and I do believe that he's trying to acknowledge that there's something that would be bitchy regarding your grandmother or his grandmother. Meaning either she's acting like that or there's something about her being called that, or there's something about a nickname like that, and it's his way of making a special connection to her. If I called my mom a bitch, she'd definitely make a special connection with me, with her fist. Now, when I brought up the September 11th thing, I want to be very clear, it's not for any other thing, except to anchor me to the month of September, around the 11th of a month, it has what? nothing to do with the fireman thing, unless you know somebody who passed that way. So September 11th doesn't have any special meaning unless someone tells me it does. That's such a cop-out. And John does have a weird, twisted relationship with September 11th. On September 10th, 2001, John was a guest on Larry King again. Less than 12 hours later, the worst civilian attack on American soil would occur, and yet this psychic knew nothing about it. However, less than a month after the attack, John started filming a 9-11 special 
where he would contact victims and meet their families. When the news got out that this was happening, the show was cancelled, but only after thousands of phone calls and emails expressing outrage were received. You follow what I'm saying? Now, your mom is still here, but your dad has passed? No. Then he's got a grandfather who's with him. There's an older male energy, and I feel like two people have the same name, where the name is passed down. Where is that? Who, or is that back for you? Where two people have the exact same name. Exact. Like, are you with them? No, I'm going to be back there. Exact same name. Like, it's like Michael, Francis, Scott. Like, it's boom, boom, boom. First, second, third, junior, senior. It's exactly the same name. I still feel like I'm over here. Oh, he's bombing right now. He's dying. He misses, and then he moves to another person. And misses was the same thing. He's tenacious. I'll give him that. I feel like I'm with the woman that just sat down with the purple shirt on. Yeah, you can see him. You said same name with Zoe and Joe. I am having such a hard time hearing. Say it again. Would it be Zoe and Joe? No, it would be the same name. Like Frank Scott or John Robert or, you know, yeah. Maurice, whatever. There's something exactly the same. But it's, it's going to be for one of you guys. It's over here. It's either for you or it's for you. It's for one of the channels that are already open. Whoever came with you. It's for none of them. They're all shaking their heads and looking sad. Maybe I'll have to call someone's mom a bitch again to save his ass. It's the exact same, big fish story, same thing right here. It's the exact same name. Are they both passed? No, one could be living. Then it could be age. Exact same name. Yes. Exact. Grandfather and grandson. Say the name. Sam. <laughs> is, is the last name the same too? Yes. Is the middle name the same, like everything's passed down? There is no middle name. Okay. I. I I kind of want to say yes to that, but I kind of feel like it's exactly the same name on purpose. I'm not sure what he's doing here. He's been thrown a lifesaver, but he's refusing it. Maybe it's a ploy to seem genuine. Like it's, let's say, Joe, Michael, Scott, or whatever it is, but it's like the three names are all the same. And where's the impact passing where somebody had the accident? One, two, three. So he ditches the same name thing and goes with the accident theme. It's an easy hit. In a room full of people wanting to contact dead relatives, one of them is bound to have been affected by a car accident. Is that for your son? Do you have, was this a vehicle accident type of thing? Do you have him honored in your car or on your car? You have him honored in, yes. your, in your car? Yes. Not his car though, right? It's your yes. car. Well, yeah. The guy died in his car. Okay, he's telling me that I should tease you about your car. No, and he's making me feel like that if I look at your car, it's honored in a biblical way. I don't know what that means. So do you have like a cross in it or like a statue of a, of a, of a, say a celebrity, a statue of a saint? Or is there something famous religious wise that you have in some way? I have no idea what this is, so I can't argue. In the car? Okay. He's telling me to tell you that he's with you, and he's telling me to tell you that he hears you talking to him. He's also making me feel like he passes with either a week of another event or around within a week of a holiday. There's something around the same period of time that he's trying to show me. That's where September 11th comes in. He passed away three days before. Not the same year, but... But September 11th. Yes. Okay, because he's making a big deal about that. Finally, he gets his September 11th thing. He was asking about someone dying around a holiday, and September 11th is definitely not a holiday. And the guy died before September 11th, and it wasn't the right year either. But to John, all of that is completely irrelevant. And that's where that ended. As I said earlier, I didn't edit out anything. He barely got anything right. He stumbled around like a blind man in a dildo factory, 
He was so obviously cold reading, but the thing is, he's terrible at it. Who the hell gave this guy a TV show? It would be like me getting a TV show about playing the piano, because I can't play the fucking piano. Episode 61 John Edward Psychic or Douche The Epilogue So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that John doesn't understand a lot. One of the examples that I was given from my own guides, energies that I work with, was that it's like, where's the internet? You know, it's like, where is the internet? We learnt that John either has terrible hearing, or that spirits are very hard to understand. Brian O something, Flanagan, Sullivan, something like that. And we learned that when things aren't going his way, he turns into a mean, vicious prick with little thought for anyone's feelings. Your son Brian is calling your brother a bitch. My wife used to watch his shows, and as I wandered around the house trying to ignore it, I would sometimes hear him say something quite impressive, but of course you realise it is heavily edited. And I think that's very well illustrated with the non-TV show we heard today. And he's had a lot of critics. The late, great James Randi found that out of 23 statements, John got three things right. But those things were incredibly trivial. He's also been accused of hot reading, where information is gathered beforehand using a questionnaire or hidden mics. So, the IIG, or the Independent Investigative Group, attended a TV recording. They found no evidence of information gathering and noted that John missed so many times, at one point throwing out 40 guesses without a single hit, that he couldn't possibly have been using such techniques. And I don't even see the point of what he does. He guesses a name, asks them if they're dead, and then does the same thing again without passing on any useful information or comforting words. His show isn't on anymore, but he's still doing his parasitic work. You can book outrageously expensive readings from his websites. He also has an online store selling books, candles, and hand gel, of course. So the episode is called John Edwards' Psychical Douche, and you all know that's a rhetorical question. But he's worse than a douche. He's a vulture pecking at people's pain, a human tapeworm sucking in family's grief to line his own pockets. But for the last words, I'm going to leave it to South Park, who, as usual, put it better than anyone else. Hey, uh, I need to ask you a big favor. You, you did a reading of my best friend, and uh, well, you kind of messed him up. Ooh. The John Edwards Show is not liable for opinions and materials given for entertainment purposes only. Look, my friend Kyle won't fly back home to Colorado. All I need you to do is just talk to him and tell him, you know, the whole talking to dead people isn't for real. Maybe it is for real. Right, but it's not. It's a trick you do, and I need you to just let my friend Kyle know that so he can go on with his life. Look, people have the right to be skeptical. I really hear voices in my head. Yes, we all hear voices in our heads. It's called intuition. Get over yourself and tell my friend it's just for fun. Look, what I do doesn't hurt anybody. I give people closure and help them cope with life. No, you give them false hope and a belief in something that isn't real. But I'm a psychic. No, dude, you're a douche. I'm not a douche. What if I really believe dead people talk to me? Then you're a stupid douche. Thank you to our new patrons who are Todd X, Sean Watson, Mike Henry of Bandology with Mike and John, Amelia Childs of Ghost Hunting in New England, 
and Jamie Miller of Surf City Bake Shop, Huntington Beach. Also, thanks to our graphic designer, Raymond Rowell of Project Raven Creative. Thanks for listening and tune in again to find out what else I don't know.